0: What lies beneath the rain-soaked streets? Under the hustling steps of daily life, a world lurks, waiting to be discovered. What secrets could such a place hold? Find out in this second episode of the Lucky Chronicles. Last time on the Lucky Chronicles, we followed Lucky, a clone trooper, along with his partner, Dice, as they did their duty to keep the streets of Coruscant safe. Now Lucky, after losing his partner at a routine traffic stop, peers down a tunnel into an unexplored section City. There's enough space in this tunnel to park your speeder and get off, and the ground is soft with this moss. It seems to be growing on the debris of years. Dust has settled and sort of turned into its own own dirt.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Garbage can basically turn into dirt.
0: So there's this moss growing, and it grows off into the distance, and it's pretty dark back there, but you do see little glowing pinpricks of light moving around like moats of dust into the back of this tunnel.
1: He takes his weapon out. I assume maybe puts like a black light on, on the front of it. Yeah, definitely. And now he can like see a little bit, but it's still all like misty or dusty. Yeah, there's um, a lot of dust in the air,
0: but it looks like the little lights are coming from the little bugs.
1: Cool. Yeah, he, a the little bug lands on his finger and he's kind of inspecting it.
0: Yeah, it's small and green. It's got an abdomen that glows also green, sort of a yellowish green neon color.
1: Yeah, he, he's 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 interested, fascinated by these little bugs. It's the first like wildlife he's seen in a couple weeks. But uh, yeah, he's gonna keep traveling deeper, I guess, see what he can find.
0: Okay. The tunnel seems to go on for a while. It's slowly going downwards too. And after a while, it does branch off into a couple different directions. Every once in a while, he sees little alcoves. This tunnel was made by people, probably the architects of this city-wide planet. The alcoves have old ladders, rusty, rusty ladders that go up and down, probably to the the street level or the, the ceiling, the level above and below, but at the split, Two four six zero two. Here's some
1: rustling coming from the passage to the right. Okay, he's gonna sneak. He's gonna use stealth. He clicks his light off. Okay. And I'm gonna do a stealth check. And I have a talent called Stalker. Yeah. Where I can add a blue to a stealth check. Okay. All right, so
0: it's gonna be again uh, just one, one purple, and I'm gonna give you another boost, another blue one because it's so dark down mm-hmm. here. But I'm also gonna give you one black one because whatever it is that's down here is used to used to not having any light. See? I'm getting one blue or two blue. A blue from your talent tree, and a blue from
1: it being so dark down here. Oh, the will help me be stealthy. Yeah. Dang, I did so bad. Always do so bad. What'd you get? All those dice. I got a failure okay. with a uh, advantage. As soon
0: as you turn off the flashlight at the front of your weapon, all of the moss and lichen around you lights up. It's all bioluminescent. Okay. And you got an advantage? Yeah. Can I spend your advantage? Sure. Um, so silhouetted against some of the bioluminescent stuff you see the silhouette of a creature with long legs and a, a large-ish body and it's got a small head and it is uh, snacking on the moss. So it is it is a harmless creature. Oh, that's good but, it, but it, it knows that I'm here. But it knows you're there. It's, it's startled for a second, and then it goes back to, to chewing on the moss. I'm gonna put my weapon away
1: and go up and pat this big thing on the back, like a beautiful creature that it is.
0: You can't see it that well. It feels sort of reptilian. It's like a little scaly. It's a rough yeah. under, your, under your gloves. It's a little bony. It's got sort of a long snout that it's kind of using like a vacuum to get the
1: moss off the wall. I'm just kind of like patting this beast. a burden. Uh-huh. Maybe I grab some moss and feed it to it. And yeah, it, I do put some like in my, in my in my pack in my utility belt. It sucks it right off your your gloved hand. <laughs> got some.
0: Got some. <laughs> gross like slobber on my glove now. Yeah, it's, Wipe it on my hands. Some strangely bioluminescent slobber. It's probably the moss that's mixed in with it. All right. Cool. Okay. So yeah, you've got this, you've got like a glowing green hand now. And you're Great. in the dark, in the middle of the city, really, but not in the city
1: at all. All right. I'm gonna... Let's see. Can I do uh, do, like a perception check to see if I see anything else interesting. How about a survival check to see what happens next? Yeah.
0: Since it's dark here, I'm gonna give you a a black on the survival check. And it's
1: getting slick and slippery down here, so another black. Um, outdoorsman, man. Yeah. Uh, Managing through terrain. And yep. Environmental effects. I'm gonna get rid of that black. Okay, so
0: you, and, but you still have one black because it's dark, right? Yeah. Is there
1: anything that you are looking for? There is nothing in nothing I have in my mind. Okay. What what dice do you have in your hand right now? Uh, yellow, two green, one black, two purple. I'm going to spend one of my dark sides to upgrade
0: a purple to a red. Okay.
1: All
0: right. I got two advantage. Just two advantages? Yeah. You tell me what those advantages are, and then go into
1: the next thing that you discover down here.
0: You just continued along from
1: this creature. I don't know what else this creature is going to do for me. It's going to be better interesting. I... I guess I'm gonna say like, how about another creature shows up of the same type. Okay. Kinda like, comes out of like a area that I didn't see uh, a second ago. Yeah, it comes up behind you. Uh-huh. And I'm um, like, oh, oh. Uh,
0: yeah, it, it starts suctioning your hand. Uh, did you put some in your pocket, right? Or in your utility belt?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's eating what I put in my utility belt. Yeah, so you like, feel. Hey, hey, I you, wanted that. You feel a little tug on your utility belt here, hear a little.
0: And notice that there's another creature that's come up behind you. Both of the creatures you see silhouetted against this moss. They perk up. You hear a howl
1: from down the tunnel. It sounds like a large canine. He's better, he better get that nickname soon. I think he's going to have to give himself a nickname. He hears the... He's going to have to give himself a nickname? That's the only thing that you can't do to make a nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, the only thing is that someone else needs to give to you. Anyway, he raises his blaster again, and he is going to stealthily investigate the sound that he just heard.
0: So you go down the hall... And you hear yep. scampering like claws on the on the surface, Uh-oh. running, running towards you. I got a bad feeling about this. You don't have your flashlight on, correct?
1: No, gotta keep it off to be stealthy. Yeah,
0: let's see. You're gonna have to do a, a stealth check against their um, perception. This creature's perception, um, living all these years underground, they can see in the dark. Perception's going to be three red. Okay. What
1: do you want to do? Hearing those tracks coming, Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be more than stealthy. He's going to jump into a pile of uh, refuse on the ground. All right, a glowing pile of refuse. Uh,
0: Yeah. 24602. Jumps into uh, a pile of what could only be like some sort of fungus. It is lightly glowing. I was thinking I was hoping it wasn't an animal poop, glowing poop. But, no, <laughs> it's probably it, some. Yeah, no, it's it's a fungus, it's sort of glowing a light pinkish color. And as you jump into it, it poofs up a cloud of uh, glowing spores. Spores. Yeah, and you uh, hear the the, the claws. go past you and down the hall. Down okay. this tube. So I so I, I I dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet. Those other creatures may not have dodged
1: a bullet, but you did. 2-4-6-7-2 cares about all creatures and just thinks that they're cool. He gets it. That's part of that's part of the food chain. can you can't stop is these kind of things. Well all of this uh orange uh, fungus and dusted himself off he's probably still kind of or sorry it's pink. Yeah. probably so he's probably glowing pink now
0: uh, yeah it's it's in the cracks in his armor he's able to dust it off the, the smooth parts but in
1: the little in between spaces it's got a little bit of a glow okay it' like a Tron character now it's
0: kind of like a Tron character
1: well I think he's gonna go towards where the dogs came out of
0: yeah
1: just just out of curiosity just to do that just to see what's what what this environment that he's having fun is. How, how patient is 24602? I feel like he's he's a little
0: short-fused. Yeah. So he goes on for a little bit, but it is really just sort of the moss and nothing too interesting. His
1: shift is probably pretty close to being over now. He's like, eh, he's you seen, you seen one glowing fungus. you seen a mole. Uh, so he, he's, he's heading back. He, he's just like, I don't have time for this. He's gonna head back to his speeder, and when he gets close, uh, he's going to—he's gonna be on the watch for those paw noises and howls. It's so dark and same down here. He's gonna have to roll survival to to find his way back. All right. Well, don't bother adding that black because I'm just taking it away. So two purple and let's do Two, one. two purple. I would just do a black because it's dark, but you've got outdoors. And... Whoa. Here we go. Got? I got a failure and a threat, but somewhere in there, I got a triangle.
0: Finding your way back is not particularly easy. Everything does look sort of the same. You pass a pile of pink fungus, and you think you've found your way back to that crossroads, but it just doesn't show up where you think it should be.
1: Um, you see little, like, streaks. You notice the uh, pink fungus and then realizes that it's uh, moving. Like a giant amoeba. Yeah, it, it is moving. Very slowly. Um,
0: it's moving, and as it moves, uh, it's leaving a trail of like green lichen that is growing up on the walls. It's very slow. Mm-hmm. Very, very slow. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. like it's not solid. You were definitely inside that pile. It's weird, but you you um, you see the the spots where these creatures would have like suctioned off areas. You see like streaks of of dark among the green lichen and fungus on the walls, and uh, it's where they should be, but they're not. But the, that tunnel's just not there.
1: What do you discover with that triumph? He's walking through the dark, and he is trying to be sneaky, trying to navigate the space. He fails, trips over a something hard and metal, and falls down and checks to, like, is like, what was that six-inch high, heavy metal thing that, like, knocked me over? It is some kind of lockbox. Looks like it needs a passcode to open it. Okay. It has some glowing uh, lichen that looks like it's been like placed on top of it by hand. Let's say that it's like, you know, 8 by 12 by 6 inches box. So not big. It weighs weighs like 20 pounds.
0: So it's pretty small, but it's very heavy. Uh Uh-huh. And you're gonna make me come
1: up with what's inside. I'm gonna take it with me. Okay. Because I can't, I can't open it. Right. But I'm taking it with me. He picks it up, puts it under his arm. Is holding his gun with the other arm. He's definitely gonna click his flashlight on if he has not already to try and get it find its way out. He's he's looking around.
0: Are those bugs everywhere, or were they just at the entrance? They're pretty common. Okay. It's not gonna help much. Yeah, down here there are uh, some other ones too. And just other little colors floating around.
1: Okay. Well, he's going to keep heading in general direction, he thinks is correct.
0: Yeah, so the ground slopes. So you're, you're going up, but just not seeming to find your way out. You do eventually spot one of those little alcoves on the side that has a ladder going up.
1: I saw one of these before. So You, see, you saw a couple, of them. A couple the right of them. I must be a A couple of them before things about whether he should just try and climb up one of them or not. But if he climbs up it, he's not going to be able to find his speeder. It's true. Um, and he's got out his speeder. And he also, just, he's, he doesn't feel like climbing with this heavy box that he's now holding. Okay. So you continue on? He just continues on. He's hoping to see some more familiar landmarks.
0: Nothing too familiar. He does eventually spot something that... May not have seen before. So, up until this point, any branching hallway has been sort of a crossroads, but now there is one hallway that just goes off in one direction. So it's like a, a T shape instead of an X. Not something you've no, got to choose right or left. No, you can go straight or you can go to the right. Okay. Well,
1: he's going to go right. He's going to go down this new area. It's
0: completely new and actually you notice that there's a little
1: breeze coming
0: down this tunnel.
1: Like, well, I'll, I'll find my way out and then I'll find my way back to this speeder afterwards.
0: You still have your helmet on. You go down this hall, it starts to get just a little bit brighter and you look up and there, there's a grate that probably goes up into the city and beyond that grate, it's completely dark. No moss or
1: anything, nothing glowing. Hmm. Um, he's gonna shine his light up into it.
0: Um, so you're actually, you're going sort of down now, and you've been surrounded by metal walls this whole time, mm-hmm. and it looks like it just opens up. No walls. Huh. Just opens up, like, into darkness? You're not close enough yet to tell what's, what exactly is, uh, Okay, well, he's gonna head, he's gonna keep heading in. Eventually you come to a ledge, it's the edge of this space. And beyond it, your flashlight is picking up maybe something wet or glistening on whatever surface is down there. The surface that you see is sort of on a diagonal plane. You're looking down at at something that is rising up and your flashlight is glistening on Uh the surface. Like it's, maybe it's wet. There's a little, uh, like a, a 10 foot gap
1: from the ledge that you're on, the tunnel, to whatever the surface is. I guess I'm gonna jump onto it. I'm trying to get to like a, a grate that I can still see, right? Uh, no, the grate was a, right above you. Well, I guess I'm gonna jump onto it and keep like moving forward. So if
0: you jump onto it
1: and it's not wet like it
0: sort of seemed like it was. You shine your light on it and it's got a little bit of transparency and it's shining back, reflective. It's like a giant hill made out of some kind of stone, which is super weird because
1: it's Coruscant. Yeah, this is really odd. So I'm in like a giant room right now, a giant dark room.
0: Yeah, looking around you can see that there are a few other places where tunnels are lit by moss. Looking around you, you get the impression that there are other tunnels that lead to this big room that you're in.
1: Mm-hmm. Is this like a pile of loose stones? Can I pick it up, or is it one solid object? It's pretty solid. There are a couple little loose ones here and there. Can I do a knowledge skill to try and figure out what this is, or it's impossible?
0: Um, I mean, the closest thing that it seems like to you is that it's it's a mountain. A m- mountain.
1: I see mountains back on Moon Endor. Yeah. This is what I it never reminds seen a you mountain of in the middle of a city.
0: It's a, it's a different sort of stone, but it seems like a big hill or a
1: mountain or something. Maybe it's a... could be a meteor or an asteroid or something. Could be. Uh, he's going to take a tiny... He's going to take one piece uh, of on the loose pieces and stick it in his utility belt.
0: Okay. Then what's he going to do?
1: And he's going to climb to the top and take a look around in the darkness.
0: Luckily, he came out pretty close to the top. He's in peak athletic condition as well, so climbing. He's very, up, he's a very athletic clone. Um, hiking uh, up to the top of this is not is not super difficult for him. He gets to what seems like the peak. It's the highest point. It's uh, jagged. The rocks here are a little more loose, large boulders. And looking around, there are a
1: ton of tunnels. Lots of. So different tunnels lead to this place. This is an actual mountain. This is what the actual surface of the planet looks like. Yeah. And the city's just built on top of the mountains and it like hides it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's plausible. Okay, so he's he's mountain climbing on a <laughs> on a mountain that's hidden by a city. Yep. Okay. He's he's not trying to overdo it. But he he's like taking like the easiest path he can to kind of get through it he's getting a little bit frustrated i think that he is like super lost right now uh he's probably never he's, been like, this lost. he's probably he's he's been this lost two times before
0: okay well he's pretty much spent his life surrounded by his 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 brothers so it's this is probably like the the furthest he's been from a person before
1: um, I'm going to say that I want him to do a survival check to see if he can find, uh, when he when he's getting close to the top, he's looking out on these different tunnels. Is any one of them, is he sensing, like, a breeze from, like, the north or the south or whatever? Okay. Um, is one of these tunnels going to take him out into, like, the openness?
0: Okay. You can roll it. They all look the same. So it's going to be three difficulty. You do still have two... Light side points that you can use if you want to. Um, I'll
1: use one to upgrade one of on my die. Uh, one advantage. One
0: advantage. Yeah. 24602
1: is not a very lucky clone. He is like, no, he's the uh, opposite actually, of dice.
0: That's why they paired him it up. Is
1: a nick- huh? She did not nickname Be Lucky. <laughs> Maybe his nickname should be Lucky. <laughs> I mean, Lucky, Lucky Lucky and Dice.
0: It's perfect.
1: Yeah. His nickname is like when a big person has a nickname like Tiny. Yeah. Or, or a tiny person has like a. Yeah. He's not Lucky, but his nickname is.
0: Is Lucky ever going to get out of here? You got an advantage. Just an advantage.
1: Lucky the clone. Please uh, oh, elaborate on your advantage. He, <laughs> he gets to the top of this mountain. He close to top. And he's like, At which tunnel should I choose? And he's thinking about it. They're all exactly the same. <laughs> he looks around and realizes that the metal uh, ceiling mm-hmm. is not that high above. Okay. And... He sees that there are some creatures on there. Uh, it is covered in Minox. Minox, eh? What are you going to do with Minox? Uh, he's, he picks up a stone, and he's going to chuck it into these mm-hmm. bat-like Minox that are all over the ceiling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can I do that? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. use Brawl.
0: Oh, no, that's, range uh, light.
1: that's a ranged light if you want. All right, I did it. And he, he throws it, and it you know clicks on the ceiling. And I want all the Nuts to go uh, fluttering into the air, mm-hmm. and they flutter towards the tunnels. And all of them go out one specific tunnel.
0: They all go out um, a tunnel that is very close to the ceiling, which is unfortunately very far away from you.
1: They don't call me lucky for nothing. Lucky's considering trying to grapple and hook up. <laughs> this tunnel. Yeah, he looks to see if he has a grappling hook, uh, like a like a little handheld, like one that he, maybe he can add it to his gun.
0: He's looking to see if he has a light side point, and he does. And and he does. And he has a grappling hook.
1: That's what he's going to do. So he attaches it, aims up into the uh, tunnel. Okay. Go and shoots it. Thunk. Do arrange light just so we can
0: see. Oh, lucky. see how, how lucky! lucky! is.
1: How lucky! Um, oh,
0: you got two purples there.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: He, he nailed it. If there's one three thing success. Lucky's good at, it's shooting. So three success. So shoots it up into the water. Yeah, and it does like this really like weird thing where it spins around something and quickly grabs on.
1: Yeah, nothing like a grappling hook that spins around a thing and then like ties itself from a little <laughs> perfect little bow. Perfect little <laughs> bow. Alright, so uh, you've, got,
0: you've, you've successfully grappled your hook. He
1: tugs hook. it, it's nice and tight. He clicks a button that uh, like, I don't know how advanced his gun is, I don't think he probably, I think he's actually on a climb probably. Yeah,
0: it's not like those Queen Amidala grappling hooks. Where a bunch of people are in a straight
1: line going straight up. I totally forgot about how terrible that scene is. Anyway, should he do like an athletics check also to Um, just like climb this rope? Do you really want to fail another dice roll? (laughs) Yeah, do an athletics Um, check. He's pretty good at athletics. No, he is. But even so, uh, he got. He has a failure with two advantage. Okay,
0: so just a failure is not quite enough for me to say the rope snaps. As he gets very close to where he needs to be, whatever mechanism- He does lose his gun. No, he doesn't lose his gun. That would be a despair. Whatever mechanism is like winding it up as he climbs, it just sort of stops winding it up. And he's like slipping down a little bit. <laughs> And it's gonna be really hard to get up into that that particular tunnel, and he's right level with the tunnel right below it. All right, so he's just gonna hop into the tunnel below it. Okay, um, it is just like all the other tunnels—mossy, moss, licheny, uh, glowing a phosphorescent green and blue, little pinprick
1: bugs floating everywhere in neon yellow. I and mean, he still has his box with him too. He That's does. Probably why he failed. We probably should have to have a disadvantage for that box. Probably should have, but it's okay. <laughs> He's just going to keep on moving. Does he see anything in this tunnel? Like, any Minox or anything? There is a conduit slug, which is like, uh, it's a, this
0: really, really long, bizarre slug that um, follows electrical lines, and it uh, goes off into the distance and sort of like splits along along the wall. Goes up into an alcove uh, around a ladder and up. That's gonna be my way out of this. Uh, ladder and climb. You're avoiding the slug? Yeah, I gotta avoid the slug. Okay, um, so you climb up this ladder, skipping the third rung that the, the slug is wound around. You're able to push open whatever sort of cover. Um, it's it's old school, it's not mechanized or anything, it's more like a manhole. You push that open and you are bombarded by sound. Traffic is everywhere, people are everywhere, you're back on the surface. Alright, that was an interesting adventure. Yeah, that was, that was pretty yeah. strange as far as uh, Lucky's concerned. Mm-hmm. Probably not too many people know about that space down there. Yeah, he, he
1: might go back there and, like, explore another day. He might go back there and, like, you know, kind of, like, label it so he won't get lost again.
0: Mhm.
1: So, but,
0: uh, he's, he's a lot closer to the surface than he was, uh, than he, where he left his his speeder.
1: What is nearby? So, so he's pretty far from his speeder? Yeah. It's a couple um, levels down. What's near? Probably, like, three quarters of like, mile. some noodle stands. Yeah, there's there's some people selling like aliens selling fruits and vegetables and things like that or, or uh, I think a lot of it looks like there would typically be people selling but a lot of them are closed for the evening Yeah, so a lot of them are like ser- Serving food to like tourists and stuff or like people coming up from the bars and stuff below Lots of just like steam and stuff everywhere. Yeah, you've actually Probably still some run into shops the, open that you sell like like yeah. uh touristy
0: stuff it's the gungan cultural district here there there are a lot of like ah, aquatic absolutely. things to eat of course noodles are are Gungan specialty with this noodle stand over here
1: uh sure yeah yeah there's lots of like glowing uh Orbs blowing, like orbs. Orbs everywhere. They're, they're like, they're, it's a lot more musical now that I real now that I know realize that it's full of gungans. Yeah, uh, there,
0: there's some like, there are a lot of street are... performers. Even yeah, even at yeah. this time of night, people are performing. I think I kind of like this neighborhood, actually. They they actually but do have pre- a lot of like plant life potted, not just growing, but they're a little bit closer to nature than. Than most of the species that live on Coruscant, they bring a lot of their home with them. I like it. Uh, I'm into it now. <laughs> uh, I am. I'm a little. I think
1: I'm. Lucky's a little grumpy though. Uh, he, I think he was in that cave for like two hours. He probably oh, yeah. his shift ended an hour ago. Definitely. He did. doesn't want to really be working anymore, and he's kind of gross and covered in like slime. Yeah, he's still glowing a little bit. I feel like when he opens the hatch to enter into this gungan territory like someone has like a bucket of like of just like bread slop that, that, yeah that they like tell like right on his head as he was like giving yeah, the manhole. they were gonna they dump we, it down it's the like crate. a hole that they just dump their stuff in yeah he's extra funky now uh and grumpy yeah but, but he is he is like he is like i'm gonna come back here and uh, eat lunch one day okay so he gets out Yep, he, does, he he's just lob off of himself. And he, he needs to he needs to get a ride. He's not even gonna go back to get his bike today. He's gonna come back tomorrow to get it. He needs to he needs to just go home. He probably needs to file a report for his missing speeder. He's he's yeah. really annoyed. He's got paperwork. There's he's paperwork. Do. paperwork needs to be done. He's not even he's not even sure if Dice is alright or not, but he, he doesn't really care. That that was Dice's fault. Yeah, Dice should have been ready for that. Yeah, Dice screamed at uh, the same place and time that Lucky was, and he just didn't handle himself correctly. Anyway, so he's gonna try and find, like, a cab, maybe. Yeah,
0: there's taxis everywhere.
1: You hail
0: a cab, a bright blue one comes down from the sky. It, <laughs> is, it is piloted by a a Bothan. Hey, where can I take you? Uh,
1: hey, Central Processing.
0: Hey, Central Processing, hey, you, you're a big deal clone, aren't ya? Alright. He uh, takes off <laughs> and flies up into the sky lanes. It's a pretty pretty short drive. You you guys weren't all that far from there when you lost dice. And he drops you off in front of the big tall ugly building that is the central processing, the CPS.
1: He gets off. He goes in. It's like a guy sitting reading a newspaper. Yeah, he like looks in a like... hologram paper. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the front room He's he's uh, like a
0: slightly old. He's like the first generation clone. He's he's a little older.
1: Yeah, it is a clone. Yeah, he just he, he's the he's maybe the only clone to ever retire. <laughs> he's the first. He's the only to one still alive. Yeah. He never. No, none of the rest of them will live that long. Yeah.
0: uh All right. What was the name of that old guy? Was it Vic?
1: What'd <laughs> yeah, you, what you call Vic. him? <laughs> I think I called him Hal, Hal. but I like Vic
0: better. <laughs> No, Vic is better. Vic, Vic greets ya. Oi, oh, Lucky. Welcome back.
1: Hey. <laughs> uh, you look like you,
0: you've been through the ringer. <laughs> hey, you can say that again. Better go get yourself cleaned up before you report in.
1: Will do. Alright, so he goes and takes an elevator up to his
0: barracks. Yep, which he shares with a hundred other clones.
1: Yeah, 100. And yeah, he gets up there pretty much on autopilot. He gets a couple of
0: claps on the back as he comes in. Dice is there. He's just gotten cleaned up just out of the shower. He's in his black undersuit that they wear. Mm hmm. Thanks for the rescue. Anytime. <laughs> Never gonna get this trash smell off me. Think you could have sped up just a little bit?
1: Yeah, that, that smell was there before the tournament. Hey walks away, toweling off his buzz cut. Um, so he goes and gets cleaned up and stuff, and he he wants to go to bed, but he has to go and he has to file this report on his speeder. Yep, he files his report. Which he, he probably basically does it from, he just like sits on like a hollow screen and like clicks a couple holographic and swipes some pages and he's done. Yeah, he doesn't
0: actually have to interact with another person, he just does it right. on the computer. And goes back up to his barracks. Back up to that box. Yep. It's gonna try he's and got open it. the box.
1: It. Uh, yeah, he does not have skull Duggery, but he's just gonna go for it. He's got he's got his vibro knife. He's gonna try and use his vibro knife to just break the box into being open. All right. Give give me a melee attack against that box. You tell me it's so it's not sculpted Duggery? Not if you're just bashing it with your knife. <laughs> How many purple? Two. <clears throat> oh, boy. This is, this is, it's too good, actually. Oh, okay. Because I got that box with a triumph. Okay. And he, he's going to open it with a triumph. All right. A successful triumph.
0: You position that knife in exactly the right spot to give it a light tap on the hilt.
1: And the box slowly springs open. And the greatest thing in the entire world's inside. Uh, it's full of gold and nobody in Star Wars universe has ever had seen gold before. So it's not filled
0: with gold, but it is filled with thousands of credits. So much <laughs> so like much money in that box. There is He really is lucky. Also a small data card that looks like you could plug it into something. He knows how to read data. It's pretty commonplace. Yeah, you would just uh, like plug it into a data pad, and you would be able to go through the file that's on
1: it. When he sees the money, he's probably like, Oh, man! <laughs> I don't know what he says.
0: So I, I imagine he's doing this, In he's done all his paperwork, everybody around him is asleep, and it's all dark in there except mm-hmm. for what he's doing. And he sees the money and exclaims, and, Dice in the bunk next door rolls over and starts mumbling something about Rancor's.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he he, he just like closes it up and like puts it under his bed. He takes his pillows and like puts it around it so it's like safe and out of sight. But then he's gonna take the little Dana drive and just click it into his his Star Wars iPad.
0: Yeah, and what comes up is a contract for like a, a hit job. Against a hut. Oh boy. Yeah, he's gonna scroll through all the de- details. Hut's name is? It's, yeah, so it's a contract for Pana
1: the Hut. Okay. To kill Pana the Hut. To kill Pana the Hut. And I'm sure that it says, like, the location of Pana and, like, known
0: cohorts and probably some information, blueprints of, like, Pana's, like, uh, hangout. Yep, it's got, um, got a casino. It was uh, a couple levels down from where you were patrolling today. They've got casinos on a couple worlds, but that one is the one that they were expecting the job to be done. It's got names of people who work there a Celestin named George. George. Yep. There was yep. a weak willed Gamorrean named Gem, Gem de Giacomo. De- Gem de It's <laughs> a really good name. <laughs> Lucky sees this information and this giant pile of money. What's Lucky going to do with it? Mm.
1: Uh, I think Lucky's going to keep the money, or at least he's going to think about what he's going to do with this money. He's probably going to keep the money. He might report that he found the data file to his higher ups. All right. He's, uh, he, he's, he's never had money. He, he doesn't really have a concept of, of money and yeah. it's, its utility as like a as a person. Yeah, pretty but, much. Uh, he's been living for duty, and that's yeah. it. Right. But so he's gonna think about it because you know he hasn't really been enjoying his job. That money could take him places. But if he reports this bounty, this yeah. hit that he found, uh-huh. uh, it's gonna be a lot of questions. Yeah, So, maybe maybe he's not going to be able to report it. Well,
0: Lucky goes to bed that night with a lot to think about. I think his time in the underground, along with his time on Endor, maybe changed him a little bit. Gave him some ideas that maybe not all his clone brethren share. Yeah, he wants to
1: retire. He doesn't want to die fighting robots. He wants to Uh, be like Vic. Yeah, Vic, the only clone that got to be old. The only old clone. Vic, that's Vic's na- full title is Vic the only old clone <laughs> yeah Lucky falls asleep clutching his briefcase full of money hollow underneath his pillow he drifts off into a peaceful slumber he sees himself sneaking off in the middle of the night bag packed on his back his gun holstered at his side and the briefcase in his hand he steals a clone trooper a fighter flies into space in the dead of night
0: What will happen to Lucky next? Will he find out who left the briefcase in the underground? Will he become the vigilante of the Blacklight District? Will he ever get to settle down and live the simple life on Endor? Find out in the Lucky Chronicles, an ongoing campaign only on Patreon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Corsant Nights. Thanks to Doug for playing on today's episode. You can find Doug's artwork at dougceberhardt.com. Thanks to Nick Skowen for our music. You can find more of his music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter and at Coruscant Nights on Instagram. You can email us at coruscantnightspod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and stop by our Patreon for extra Star Wars goodness. Stay tuned for a preview of our next episode.
1: Hey, Brash, I think she's trying to leave.
0: I know what you guys are up to. I know everything you've been doing. I know you've been hunting people for sport down in the lower levels of Coruscant. Who's paying you? Is the Republic paying you? And this... Horned fellow, the Deveronian, he has got his orangish-red skin, a little knife comes out of his sleeve as well. None of these knives are guns. None of these knives gun. are guns. <laughs> I have a gun. <laughs> Probably the best statement <laughs> so far in any of the episodes. Um, and the Rodian looks back. The Deveronian looks determined. He's, he wants to start something. The Rodian looks back and
1: like... He doesn't know. of people in the streets weird but the Devron is coming at you. And now you're gonna roll cool.